you are listening to the Booth Podcast, Saskatchewan's home for unfiltered sports analysis, hot takes, and wild, wild conversations. Ladies and gentlemen, oh you fucking oh, no, 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 no. I want so, I want you to know that that's how the intro's starting when you hear I'm so sorry. that was the voice of Carter Altwasser. Welcome back to the booth NFL podcast. We're rolling with it. Yes, yeah, suck down that coors. I hope that makes up for it. I am joined with a full barn here. We have Maurice the Rocket. Richard, Rich Shonsby, we have Davy O'Doyle, we have Braden Johnson in the house, and you already heard him. He couldn't wait to get started. Mr. Carter Altwasser, fellas, no specific order. How are we doing? Well, don't all speak at once, huh? <laughs> okay. That's what I was I'm, that's what I was I'm going so there. scared to speak every time he does that. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I'll I'll start then. Like you said, uh I've had just a really a lot of free time in the last like week and a half. And I've just like listened to 80,000 podcasts and I've absorbed 80,000 mock drafts. So like, I don't know, man, I'm cooking. There's no, there's no prospect list up on my computer on my phone right now. It's all from the hardware up here. My brain is a computer for the draft Holy shit. and I'm ready. Holy, were you 205 yesterday? 205 prospects up here yesterday. Holy <laughs> shit. Wow. Rich, how are you doing? Um, Actually, wait, a little backstory. I texted Reese today out of nowhere, and I just said Maurice, in quotes, the rocket Richard. And he's like, well, what about him? And then like <laughs> three minutes later, he's like, or wait, were you just trying to say Richard? <laughs> so that's why <laughs> I just went through the Rolodex. Like, what celebrity named Richard should I say? That's what I landed on. Like R.I.P. That's also like R. a fire part of our group chat, too, is the one day Carf goes, hey, Rich. And nobody answers for like two hours. Then Rich is like, "Yeah," and everyone's and like, what silence do you again." And then like, and then Carve, I don't even remember what you said. You just I said something like something that didn't need to you be in the said, group chat. Yeah. What's your NBA team? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I was making all of us in two K. Yeah, and it, it was like it dragged up for like four hours, and it was like, "Hey, what's your?" I didn't even say hey, Rich. I just said Rich. And then like right? two hours later, Carve. <laughs> Because I remember I read it right away. I was just on my phone. It was like, Rich. I was like, okay, so we'll see what this gets to. Then four hours later, it got resolved and it was useless. Well, I think the part of it was literally then we hopped over to one of our other nine group chats on Instagram. And we were talking in there. And then Rich was like, is there any follow-up? <laughs> and I was like, all right. Rich, how you doing? Um, you know, uh, we're, we're doing okay. Um, just for the viewers at home. Yeah, I, I, I'm unemployed. I just had COVID. And we're rocking and rolling. So Let's go. <laughs> Rich is we're just living life. Hey, we're just he, living life. He knew I'd like that shit. That's what he, he knew. knew. So out of solidarity, we all quit our jobs. Um, so this is, <laughs> you better listen to this podcast, guys. <laughs> we're never uh, leaving. It's about all I got going for me. <laughs> it's about everything. Hey, we're telling you right now. <laughs> the guy who's getting the merch, married next. If you don't, okay, I'm at, on the career front. <laughs> I know, I know. <laughs> I'm warning That's everybody funny. listening. If you don't buy the merch... Rich is going under. Like he's going on eight feet under. You know, look at look at Rich's face right now. If well, you might not see this. Listen to his voice. Rich, say something. I need this drink. Do you want whiskey? Yeah. Do you want that man to be gone? Because he will be if you don't buy the merch. Kyle, do you remember how I plugged the merch last time? 
uh wasn't it something like like if you like if you if you like if you don't like like something like like, dead ukrainians you better buy the merch (laughs) yeah something really morbid about ukraine yeah i remember beach carter i love having you guys on here how are you guys doing i'll go um (laughs) careful you might jump the gun yeah hey (laughs) no uh, i'm good um as far as personal life i just finished university so that's exciting our boy um draft wise um my analysis will be the exact polar opposite of kyle's i've had no free time in the last any time so i have a list up i have my picks written out and i am definitely not shooting from the hip so hey there we go calculated carter how you doing man i'm good man richie's getting married next week well that's not set in stone based on the recent run of events, but well, I'd <laughs> say that part's pretty set in stone. But hey, man, well, right you, now, yeah. You also fun. thought you it's had job crazy. security, so you know, right. I did. That's fair. <laughs> <laughs> All right, fellas, we have a we have a tall task ahead of us. <clears throat> I expect this to be cordial and on the rails and professional, and we're gonna stick on topic the whole time. As we do, <clears throat> sorry, I was clearing my throat. <clears throat> Pick one to 32, the first round of the 2022 NFL draft, which is in two days. Today's Tuesday. Yeah, two days as of when we're recording this. We did one earlier, me, Rich, and Dave. And we took every third pick. We did a random order. And we did the whole first round based on the previous picks. We're doing the same thing except for one five guys birdie and fries we're doing a first round mock we did a random order bj number one overall you are officially That's what I have. I couldn't tell if that was the beginning of Harry Potter or if that was the draft. (laughs) How was that video, though? (laughs) 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 Unreal. I think we're going to stay on track. We just start a new tradition and play the Harry Potter intro between every pick. Yes. Dude, we're not. I'm so we're actually all going to watch the draft together, which is awesome. And yeah, we're not, we're going to have the volume down. And it's just, dun, 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 uh, it's actually going to be, we're going to have alternate commentary. We'll see the player coming up, but then we'll sort them into which house we think they best would fit go. into. That's actually what we're going to do. How fucking funny would it be is if, the, if, if I heard, Kayvon I heard, Thibodeau walked that across the Slytherin. stage. That's a Slytherin. That's oh, yeah. a bad attitude. Look at him. He walked on the stage. And he's expecting to get a, you know, Jags jersey with a one and Thibodeau. And they hand him this sorting hat. And he goes, what the fuck? And then, and then they give him like a checkered, a green checkered scarf. <laughs> like, yep. here you go, buddy. Slytherin. Yep. <laughs> I was like, what? Draco. Okay. Braden, we got distracted already. First overall Shocker. pick. Okay. Uh, first overall pick, the Jags are going to go with Trevon Walker, Edge out of Georgia. Dun, 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 dun. I like it. I think yep. it makes the most sense. Credit credit that one to Kyle post post or pre show. I probably would have went Hutchinson, but the whole Doug Peterson bulky 
dilemma made me go with uh, Trayvon here. Him. So Loki wants him bad. He wants yeah. him. He's down bad. For he fucking wants him. Um, isn't he? Is correct me if I'm wrong. He's now the odds-on favorite to go one, isn't he? Yeah, yeah. And like a um, month ago, he was probably going to be a first rounder, and now like that just tells you the uncertainty of this draft. Well, he was like top ten, and now he's now he's odds-on favorite to go one. So yeah, I think look at the picks that. Trent Bulky has made in the past. He's never gone with the guy who's the sure thing, who's the most pro ready. He's gone with the, the, the physical specimen. He's gone with the, the guy who's, he's not the sure fit, but he's, he, he's got the most upside. And a lot of people think that's Trayvon Walker. Yeah. Like there was like a blog from like a, like four or five years ago, I think it was. And it was like, the title was Trent Bulky loves long arms. That was legitimately the title. And he does, man. He loves the guys who are lanky like that, right? And that's not Aiden Hutchinson, that's for sure. Kidding. Okay. Well, Trayvon Walker, number one overall to the Jags at number two overall. Davey O'Doyle, the Detroit Lions. Who do we got? Uh, Complete opposite of Jacksonville. They're fine with the shorter arms. They like the strength. They like the high motor. Uh, The Lions are getting Aiden Hutchinson. They're going to throw on the, the 97 lines jersey on that guy, and it's going to sell out Michigan like it's hotcakes right there. Aiden Hutchinson, uh, one of the better, bigger consensus players. It's going to – just as he's too talented of a player from from Michigan, you know what I mean, not to take there at number two. Yeah. I don't know what it is about him. I just – it's not that I don't like him. He seems like a good kid. Fuck, that sucks that we can actually almost say kid. Um. I just, I don't know. He only had one year of big production. That scares me sometimes, but I get it. Get the bag. Not that he wasn't at Michigan, but you know what I'm saying? Good pick. Good story for Detroit. I like it. That's, I think, honestly, like, I would, I'm going to be pissed. Not that I think he's necessarily the second best player in the draft, but I'm going to be pissed if Detroit doesn't take him at two solely because that jersey, like, that it's Aiden Hutchinson. Like, the Jags aren't going to embrace Aiden Hutchinson the way Michigan will. Michigan kid from the University of Michigan going to Michigan's football team. They're a pro team. Like, really? Think about it. Like, nah, we'll pass. And we'll take who the Texans are taking at number three, the Slytherin himself, Kayvon Thibodeau. At one point, he was going to be the number one overall pick. It was written in stone. And oh, how that has fallen. Um yeah, a lot of people saying there's some attitude issues, maybe some effort issues, all stuff like that. Um, he is still a very special player. Don't know if he maybe has the longevity in him. He's had some injuries, stuff like that. But, um, yeah, I mean, he's clearly a freak. And the Texans need damn near everything except for quarterback. They got that on lock. Um, but outside of that, they have the neck himself. Um, they need just about everything. Um, you know, there's a tackle that I was contemplating taking, but they do have that spot locked up as well. Yeah, Kayvon Thibodeau out of Oregon. I heard a lot of talk that Thibodeau's falling still. Like, I see people in their mocks lately who have him like going like 10, 11, 12 around there, right? Just like for whatever reason. And then I see a lot round? Of... Well, yeah, the 10 round. <laughs> and then I see a lot of people. Um, are starting to mock those two corners up in the three, four, five range, right? 
just um, just trends, right? I'm not saying you guys have to, but trends. <laughs> okay, we'll restart. Sorry. <laughs> can, can I resubmit my first pick to Sauce Gardner? <laughs> yeah. And number three, Trent McDuffie. Okay. Um, number four, Carter Allwasser. Uh, Braden, you can't take him at one because he's going at four to the Jets. New York Jets take Ahmad Gardner, cornerback out of Cincinnati. I mean, the Jets have actually a pretty decent run defense. They just need to kind of improve their pass D a little bit. Um, offensively, I mean, they do have some pieces scattered around here and there, and they're just not a smart enough team to take alignment, in my opinion. So they'll probably go for something big, something flashy, and he'll be a good player. So Sauce Gardner, big I apple. Like, I like taking corners that high if you know they're really good because it is – you've seen how the market goes for corners. You pay them so much. They're so important. The game is so predicated on passing, right? You need good corners like that. They're they're uh, <clears throat> like position wise, they're like a high high value position, right? And I think what you said is like true. They they have a lot of good pass rushers. They even have guys like Carl Lawson who didn't even play last year, right? Coming back. So I mean, it's just like John one of those Franklin things. Where you should just just take the take the best players, right? Mm-hmm. And when you're in division with Stephon Diggs and Harry Kill, shoot. Tyreek Hill and Jalen Waddle. Yeah. Kendrick then, Bourne. Yeah. Okay. So those guys, um, you know, you got to keep up with them. So. Sure. Um, Nelson Aguilar is there too, that division. Got Nelson Aguilar. Plus, if need be, like throw him on Hunter Henry. You never know. Or if Damian Harris comes out of the, the back. <clears throat> um, do they still have Marcus May in New York? Yes. Yeah. Oh shit! No, no he, maybe he went to he, the Saints. He, yeah, he went to the Saints. He, he replaced right. Marks Williams. Yeah. Bryce Hall's. There. I actually kind of forgot about that. I would have maybe done a different pick if I remember that, but that's on me. Anyway, still a good pick for him. Yeah. Oh, still. Absolutely. Okay, number five, Rich. Who do you got? Uh, I think uh, the the Giants here. They have two two top ten picks here, and um. I think they'll want to go corner two, and after seeing Sauce come up the board there, they're going to just pull the trigger, and they're going to go Derek Stingley here at five. I see. I think it makes the most sense. I, I mean, you just – Dave said it. You just see these corners. Their their stock's just rising and rising in every mock you're seeing, and they're a hot commodity, Sauce and, and Stingley, and I think, yeah, they'll both go top five. Yeah, I like it. Um. I hate it because I want them, but true, true, yeah, that sucks. Um, it does stud? I mean, there was talk of effort and stuff like that. I I don't playing on the greatest college football team of all time and then going to a what four win LSU team. It's like I I'd probably be like, yeah, dog, this is bullshit. But can't really fault him for that. He knows he's a stud, and I think he'll be just fine. There was never like off field issues with him. So like I I really don't think that'll follow him in there. Like Okay. Number six. We'll All go right. back to BJ. Yeah. So I don't know. I feel like the Panthers are kind of a, a weird like they could go any which way. But uh, I got a I read a thing today. I got a notification from Bleach Report. And their GM basically came out and said that they're comfortable picking any number of quarterbacks if they're available at six. So that kind of tells me they're locked into a QB. And uh, Carter Carvno, I'm, I'm not very high on 
old Malik Willis. So they're going Kenny Pickett at six. I get, I I made that exact same pick in our last mock draft too. I think he's a great and, fit there. I think it makes sense for them to pick him there. Okay, and I'll just throw this out. I don't think it's a good pick at all. I just think that's what they're gonna do. <laughs> I do. I I'm high on Pickett. Um, I I'm low on all the QBs. I, only- like I am. I don't think any of them should go top, top ten. But for Carolina, if you need a QB, I guess you got to pick when you have the pick. You could trade back, I guess, but this is a no trade mock yeah. draft. Yeah. I, I could see them <clears throat> trading out of six for sure, though, on draft day. Thing is, is like everyone, I keep seeing things. Everybody wants to trade back and just nobody wants to go up because, like Kyle was saying, outside the top 10, everyone's pretty, like, there's no. I feel like this draft has a lot of guys that are going to be like great late round picks, but there's a lot of guys say, here. If this that, draft was rounds three to five, everyone yeah. would go. Yeah. Well, yeah, there's lots. Like 80% ahead, of the time when teams trade up, you know, big in that top 10, not just like a spot or two, it's for quarterbacks. And in this draft, there's, there, there's an argument to me that there's no good quarterback. I think Malik Wills will be good. I really don't know about Pickett, but other than that, like Desmond Ritter, Ritter might hit, but like there's no there's no guys like Trevor Lawrence where you know they're top of the top, and the only way they'd be bad is if they had a you know and ball coach, ball coach. It, it, you know it would it would be hard to make Trevor Lawrence like a bad football player. So I dare someone to do it. Oh shoot! It happened! It happened! It happened! It happened! And he kicked his punter. Kicker. His kicker. <clears throat> he kicked Can't his have kicker. it, Urban. Can't have it. Yeah. Um, a lot of discussion for Kenny Pickett. I'm not a big Kenny Pickett guy. I mean, the guy's basically got Shaquem Griffin's hand. So apparently, he has sewing hands, dude. We are dude, medium he sewing gloves. Yeah. Medium gloves. He wears. He's, he's got the same size hands as Rich. Yeah. <sighs> he's got baby boy hands, and he finished second last of the six quarterbacks on the Wonder League. Dude, he's a dipshit. Can we not call him baby boy hands? I feel a little offended. No, but here's the, here's the thing, Rick. You're not, no, Rick, you're, not Rick, you're just an average guy, though. He's in, he's yes. going to the NFL. That's, that's the thing. thing. Fair. That's fair. You also I do feel, I baby feel boy ashamed hands. about my hands on camera. Yeah, <laughs> I call baby, baby boy hands. ashamed about that fucking appendage you got going there. <laughs> We're talking about shameful appendages. I don't know if you're the guy to talk. Okay, oh. moving on. Oh. <laughs> I saw yeah. an opportunity. Yeah. <laughs> All right, pick seven. If we want to live on the internet forever, I no, hope you know. Cut it out. <laughs> no, okay. No, no. Leave it in. <sighs> no girls ever said that to you. Okay. Yeah, I'm sorry. At pick seven, Dave O'Doyle, please just talk. Um. Wow. Okay. So, I guess since Rich went Stingley there, that covers one of their two big needs. So I think another need they're going to do is they want to bolster up that offensive line. So I'm going to give them a guy who they're going to maul with. They're going to give him to Saquon Barkley. Uh, I'm going to pick Iki Aquanu at seven. Just a big, mean mauler, long, just really long, really good in the run game. He's just going to add another dimension, an attitude that uh, that the Giants organization really needs there. Yeah, I mean, their best lineman right now is Andrew Thomas. Nothing against him, but I mean – you need more like, yeah, yeah. Danny Dimes is clearly not the guy and all that stuff and turnover issues. He, he's 
under duress every snap. Saquon at least, Barkley. At least give them guys who can run the ball. Exactly. If nothing right. else, run Saquon Barkley ragged because you pick that guy second overall and he hasn't effectively done nothing. So just run him into the ground. True. Well, I, th- I think I heard a thing too the other day that uh, he he's played both tackles and one of the guard positions. So if they want to keep Andrew Thomas at left tackle, he could go over and play right tackle. Or he could play guard if they just wanted to load a side, right? Yes. So it's good. And like you can never have too many good linemen. No, never. And just because you have one, I don't think that's a good reason to not take a guy this high. I think that's a good pick. Yep, I agree with that. Okay. At pick eight here, I have the Falcons. And based on how everything's fallen so far, I think it's just best available player. And I think the Falcons looking they're gonna get a steal with Evan Neal. Tackle out of Alabama. I mean, Oquan fantastic. I think both those guys are elite prospects. Um, but I think this this is kind of like um, 20, 2019 and 2020. I can't remember which draft. I think it was 2020 um, when the Cardinals, Isaiah Simmons fell to the Cardinals. At that point, it's like, shit, this guy is sitting here. Like, I might as well just take a shot on him. I know they have Jake Matthews. I'm sure they can find a way to fit Evan Neal on there. <laughs> Caleb you just said, right? You can't have enough good linemen. Exactly. Uh-huh. I don't know. Between Evan Neal and Caleb McGarry on the right tackle, it, it's going to be a battle. But, uh, yeah, I think they look at Evan Neal falling there, and they don't they don't think twice about it. Yeah. It's a, it's no, there's no, no way that that's a bad pick for anybody, right? Yeah. Unless, like – the only way that's a bad pick is if you have Sean Slater in, in his prom. Yeah. Like him or like in his prime Tyron Smith. And you're like, no, he has to play left tackle. Yeah, then you left tackle. Pick, right? Or like when Orlando Brown came out and said that playing left tackle is a more spiritual experience for him. So he traded them. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, moving on to pick number nine, which is the Seattle Seahawks traded from the Denver Broncos. Take it away. Oh, yeah, I'll take this one. Um, I'll be quite honest. It doesn't matter who they pick here. Seattle is battling for the first overall pick next year. But they just got rid of Russ. There's nobody in that quarterback room that's worth a sniff. They're bringing Malik Willis home. You know, That's a lot of shape for a Geno Smith, and I don't appreciate it, I'll be honest. I like Geno, but he's not very good. That's, and I don't think that's... Geno Smith is the best quarterback I can remember to play with a broken jaw. That, okay. Uh, so, yeah, Malik Willis, I mean, he's a freak of an athlete. Um, if you look at what he did in college to what a guy like Josh Allen did in college, it is identical with every statistical category going to the edge of Malik Willis. They both played at small schools. I'm not saying Malik Willis if he goes Josh Allen and the pros. That's not at all what I'm calling, but I'm saying so far – Better. They're identical. Freak of an athlete. I, mean, I don't. I don't think there's the right coaches there in Seattle, but I, it just feels like something Seattle would do. We don't have to say it professionally. Pete Carroll's stinky. Yeah, he's terrible. Russ but, said. Russ said I can't handle the stench anymore. Pete, either buy a stick of antiperspirant or I'm gone. And Pete said, "Got that old man smell." He's like, "I, I can't, Russ. I can't." He has a distinct old man smell. Yeah, I know exactly what he's talking about. Want to throw out there, Malik Willis is four inches shorter than Josh Allen. Just going on the record. So was our quarterback. What's your point? 
our quarterback wasn't compared to Josh Allen. Identical was the word you used. You picked him. Moments passed. Um, okay, at pick number 10, we bounce back. Mr. Rich, who do we got? Well, we have um, the Jets, I'm, but. Yeah, the Jets here. And I'm glad there's, uh, that this guy's still sitting here because a few weeks ago we had talked about our kind of dream fits for some players in this draft. And I had said Drake London to the Jets. Um, Zach Wilson needs that big body red zone threat. And Drake London is that guy in this draft. He's, yeah, he's that big body. He racks up the touchdowns. He didn't play a lot in college. He battled a lot of injuries. So that's a bit of a question mark for him. But I think he's a great fit for the Jets. Um, I know there is some talk about them possibly getting Debo now that he wants out of San Francisco. So that could throw a wrench into the 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 receiver talks but as it sits right now i think they would go drake london i like it and i think i think the thing with drake london too is like if you think about it he had to his receiver room was amon ross st brown michael pittman jr juju smith schuster all decent nfl receivers at minimum and then as soon as he got his number one shot he broke his ankle you know part of his leg last season in college, but he produced, he was a stud. So once he got his shot, he was great. So if he can, you know, beat out Braxton Berrios and Corey Davis and Denzel Mims, sky's the limit for that guy. <clears throat> oh, oh, wait, who's got the pick number 11. We have Carson's commanders. Braden Johnson, take the floor. All right. So I kind of think in uh, best player available type of type of selection here. And uh, this guy kind of slid. And I think it's from the combine when his 40 was a little bit slower than people would have liked. But I think they're going to go with Kyle Hamilton out of Notre Dame. I mean, this it's exactly, happens. It's exactly what they need, right? Because Landon Collins is old and expendable. He's gone now, right? And then you have a safety like that on that young defense with guys like Chase Young there, right? It's unfortunate that Jamin Davis didn't pan out, but they have a young defense, a good team. Carson's going to lead them, and then they got a guy in the back end who's versatile now, right? Yet. Jamin not Davis pan out yet. Braden, I had just made a note here that Hamilton was still on the board, and I was really hoping you guys had all just kind of forgot about him, and I was going to set up to Baltimore when I had the chance. Oh, yeah. I, like no, I, I, do, I do like him in Washington. I definitely thought Rich was going to take him with the Drake London pick when he was like, I didn't think he'd be there, blah, blah, blah. And he took him. I was like, oh, shit. I was like, fuck, Rich. I'm a scrambling over here now. But no. Yeah, I, feel I like, like this g- is give him to the commander. Yeah, oh, he, well, he instantly, he walked up there and he says, we are commanders. Oh, yeah. On draft night next to Goodell. Yeah. I mean, shit, Carson might present him his jersey guy basically runs the league so if that happens on draft day and we see kyle hamilton start to fall and we're sitting there at 11 and minnesota is 12 i'm i'm gonna be so so sad if he goes at 11 because i want him badly what if you guys pick like we'll see who they pick we'll see because we're next so don't spoil (laughs) it carf true i was gonna say something that only dave would get but 
there's a special special D lineman prospect that uh, might make it. <laughs> might make an appearance later um i have 32 bro anything's possible <laughs> at pick number 12 like we said we have the vikings rich also I'm just gonna props for you man like rich's background is is he's his background's far and away the best out of any of us and like dave you and me like rich is slowly adding to it he's got randy in the rafters now got the riders there has the vikings cap Rich, you know, good for you. Yeah, yeah, you know, I got the Jefferson jersey, so we had to we had to put Randy in the rafters. So. Salute, Randy! You you did what you needed to do for us, and and now it's it's J Jeff. Um, pick number twelve. I fucking don't know who has this pick, so whoever does should just take it. Dave O'Doyle, of course, I knew that. Vikings. Who do we got? Um, Rich, can I ask you? I give me three positions that the Vikings are really heavy on. Because I'm not 100% sure I had a couple guys, but they both went. Like heavy need? Yeah, you think, that you think they need. Definitely corner. Um, okay. It's tricky because those top corners went. Um, shoot. This is a deep corner draft. It is a deep corner draft. Um, I've seen a lot of mocks having us just go for that third receiver type guy slash okay. Adam Thielen replacement. Right. Um. I mean, when was the last time the Vikings had a bad receiver? Jesus Christ. It's been a while because, like, even, like – Percy Harvin. In, yeah, the Percy Harvin was around in the Christian Ponder days, and he was electric. And then you went to Diggs and Thielen, and now it's yeah. Jefferson Thielen. It's been so, I mean, a while. Those were, those, been... were the, those were, like, the three positions that I kind of figured. Yeah. So, like, I have three players in mind, but I'm really torn on which of the three to give. Okay. Because there's 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 the um, idea of like D tackle is really weak. The D tackle class is weak in this draft. Yeah. But it's not the highest leverage position as far as position positional value, right? Yeah. Receiver's pretty high, and I really want to pick a receiver, but it's you saw Jamar chased it from the Bengals, right? Yeah. And then, but there's still the question of is Daniel Hunter any good still? Like, is he going to ever be healthy? Yeah. I would say, from my opinion. If we get here at 12 and there's no not one of those top two corners sitting there, I see us going receiver because we're going to have to pay Jefferson this year, so we're not going to be able to keep Thielen around. Okay, so I, I will draft for him then. I'm going to take uh, Jamison Williams here yeah. for the Vikings. In my opinion, that's wide receiver one. I know a lot of people have differing opinions, but I think if that guy didn't tear his ACL right at the end of the college football season, he'd be wide receiver one everywhere. He's that talented of a player. I love this. I, I've seen this pick pop up in the past couple of days, and I've been in love with this pick. Um, Canadian kid coming to Minnesota. I love it. 100%. Is Jameson Williams Canadian That's too? John Menchie. John Menchie. Oh, John Menchie. Oh, yeah, yeah, I was yes. mixing those two up. I mix those fucking out. No, you, you want Jameson Williams way more than you want John Menchie. Oh, 100%. <laughs> I want Jameson. I just thought he was Canadian, which made no, it cooler. Not. But no, I definitely want Jameson Williams. I think, yeah. again, we're we're gonna have to pay Justin Jefferson the fucking farm yeah. next season, this off season, and that's gonna mean we can't keep Adam Thielen around. So let's get another guy on a rookie deal that we can't keep around. Because I almost want to give you Jermaine Johnson because he is a top ten yeah. prospect in almost every mock I've seen, but he's still on the board. But I think that Zadarius Smith signing almost kind of 
bumps up a receiver, like you said, right? Jameson Williams is my receiver one, fell yeah. to 12, and you got him. So there you go. There we go. Um, so I have 13 again. It's the Texans. Like, this is fucking bullshit. Um, looking at who's left, they could use all of them, every single one of them. Um, they just uh, re-signed Brandon Cooks, which is awesome. Not for Brandon Cooks, but he agreed to it. Um, so they could use another wide receiver here, which is what I think they will do because after Brandon Cooks, do you know who their second receiver is? Uh, oh, and you, and you Gary, don't need to. Gary and Conley. No. Not him? Chris no. Conley. Chris Conley's on the depth chart. Oh, okay. Well, closer. Nico Collins was uh, – his list is number two. So I think they take uh, a guy that I have as my wide receiver one, Traylon Burks out of Arkansas, physical Ooh. specimen, 6'2", 230, can run like the wind. Um, if you look at all of his athletic metrics, everything is comparable to A.J. Brown. Like, they are built the same. They have, you know, almost everything athletically they tested in within, you know, one or two percentiles of each other. And I mean, shit, it's the Texans. They're going to find a way to fuck them up. So it doesn't really matter. But, um, you know, hey, the Texans fans can can have a nice Burks jersey, be proud of something. Um, you know, they'll have something to cling on to. We, I don't know if we were actually live when we talked about this, but there's not many Texans fans around. So you need something that's going to draw and taking up skill position on day one. After one half, just took Thibodeau at three. Yeah, after what happened with your cornerback, like you need something to be proud of. Um, yeah, fuck it. That's how I feel. Okay, the most important pick of the draft so far, pick number fourteen, the Baltimore Ravens. I had this bad boy penciled in here from pick one. Just I'm glad Braden didn't take him to the to the Jags there, but. I don't know. The Baltimore Ravens do have a stacked roster. Um, I kind of want to give you a lineman. Or a lineman, I should say, but I'm not going to. I'm going to give you the big man in the middle. Coming in, I haven't pulled that through. Six foot six, 340 pounds. He's lovable. He's a bulldog. Number 99, we got Jordan Davis coming in there. Clogs the middle. I mean... I don't know. He's probably not going to be like a three down player right to start with. He's there to stuff the run. But I mean, if you are six foot six, 340 and run the way he does, you don't even necessarily have to be that technically good at football. You're going to be a good football player. So it's only mid round pick. I think, I think you'd be dumb not to take him at this point. Yeah. I don't think, I don't know if he'll ever be a two down player. He's, he's, he's a big boy. He's a big boy there, but Baltimore drafts those big fellas. Um, we have Calais Campbell coming back 6'8", 300 pounds. We have Michael Pierce, six foot three fifty. Uh, Jordan Davis, hey, welcome home. He seems like a guy the Ravens would pick. Yeah, we need we need a couple positions for sure, but you know, no one's running on the fucking Ravens defense if we get Jordan Davis. Um, can I ask you a question about the Ravens? Of course, just man. because I've seen these two players um, drafted them as like I've seen Jordan Davis a, a quite a bit. Yep, but I've also seen. Uh, Trent McDuffie a lot because of the corner, right? Because you're eventually going to have to make a decision on 
your, your room there. Yep. And then I've seen a lot of George Karloftis too, right? Just a, a big, a big nasty end like that too. Out of those three guys, who would you pick if you if you were the GM and you had to pick between those three? Out of those three guys, I think Marlowe, we just paid him. I think he'll have a bounce back season. It's not not even that he had a bad season. He had a couple bad games. And everyone's seen it. You know, we got torched a few times. Um, I think Marcus Peters, you know, I want to see how he looks. I think he'll be, I think he'll be 85 to 90% of what he was, which is still good. Behind that, we are a bit thin. Um, had to say a tearful goodbye to Anthony Averett. Um, I think we still have some guys like Robert Jackson and Kayvon Seymour kicking around. So we never know. Um <clears throat> Carl Loftus, I'm not as high on. Another guy that I have seen um, mocked a lot is Jermaine Johnson. So if it's between Carl Loftus and Jermaine Johnson, I'd take Jermaine. But out of Jermaine Johnson, Trent McDuffie, Jordan Davis, <sighs> tough to say, man. But I might have to go Trent McDuffie there um, just because, and this isn't even – flex or anything the ravens always have a good run defense like that death taxes and the ravens stuffing the run like it doesn't matter who's there for some reason it feels like every back gets 2.5 yards a carry um so jordan davis would just be like adding to a strength which would be like awesome but i think trent mcduffie especially because we lost Tavon young he could be a nice little piece that was that was my question mostly just because you brought clays campbell back Mm -hmm. and to have jordan davis there you're gonna stop the run Mm -hmm. but it's almost overkill if you want both of them to be in when it comes to pass rushing, right? I guess like the thing for me is like it would be nice. It would almost be like because Clayus Campbell started off as just like a run stuffing end, and and then he kind of developed that pass rush. So it would be nice for him to kind of just take Big JD under his wing and be like, "Hey, young fella, I used to be just like you, kiddo." And then, yeah, which is good, but for the season coming up, for I was if we're talking one right? year, I'd take yeah. McDuffie. Right. Okay. Yep. That's just that was just my question for you, since hey. just just in general. This is a safe space. We're all we're just here to ask questions. I also um, want that to happen because Jordan Davis has probably never had anybody put their arm over his shoulder because no one can. So Calais Campbell, oh, he would be father and son. The fact that Calais Campbell would look down on Jordan Davis, he's never had to crane up like he's. No. <laughs> Guy, we don't know if he can move his neck that way. Actually. <laughs> We don't know if Calais can either. It was, it's, no. Also, Calais sounds like this the whole time. So. <laughs> he, he sounds like he seriously has a strained throat at all times, but uh, love the guy. Um, pick 15. We have the Philadelphia Eagles. Richard Shonsby, your favorite team. Beloved Philly, who do you got? Hate Philly. Um we had this in our previous mock too. Um, I think they're going to test their luck again here. Hope they can hit on a receiver, and they're going to go Chris Olave from Ohio State. I like they it. need. They just have a weak wide receiver room, so they need to just add some depth in there, some good quality depth, and maybe Olave will be that guy. Which fucking sucks because they could have easily not had a weak wide receiver room. So Justin Jefferson, so easily. They could have had DK Metcalf, Justin Jefferson, and then they probably wouldn't have drafted Devontae Smith because they would have had two of the best five receivers under 25. Yep. I love what Rich did there because, like, 
he picked the Eagles, so that means Olave is going to bust. And Olave is like my least favorite of the top five receivers everybody has. So it just backs up my own opinions. So Rich was really playing into my hands. There you go. You're welcome. <laughs> he knew. He knew. Yeah. No, I, hey, there we go. Um, pick 16, BJ, I give the floor back to you. New Orleans Saints. All right. So Saints here, I think, are going to go. For, they have they have lots of needs, but I think they're going to go for uh, Teron Armstead's replacement. And I think they're going to go with Charles Cross out of Mississippi State. There we go. Thank goodness. Thank yeah. goodness. I think and some... uh, my, my, my words on Charles Cross is from obviously my own mouth is powerful upper body, strong hands, and a mean, <laughs> nasty streak aspect to his blocking. So okay. I, I, I think that's why he's going to be a good fan. <laughs> I, I like that. I like that, Brandon. Like I said, I couldn't I, – I was honestly getting worried. Like, am I just going to have to take Charles Cross to the Chargers? Like, is that all – he's falling? I was like, fine, that's your guys' funeral, but, like, yeah, good. Toronto yeah. says replacement, we're set. I straight up was like, I'm writing down these picks, and I was looking at Chris Olave and she wrote Chris Cross. Um, <laughs> uh, I think that's one of those picks where it's like, we don't, you don't need to think too hard on it. Like, it's, it's if, if this is how it goes and Charles Cross is sitting there, Saints lost a top five tackle in the league. Just take him. Um, yeah. Pick 17, Dave. Chargers. Shoot, huh? Shoot, ski. Because you mean, like, there's, like, good players left at, like, edge, and there's good players at corner, but those teams stacked those positions in free agency. Yeah, no kidding. (laughs) So, I mean, like, there's – I guess there's some tackles I can take or there's receiver. And from what I'm hearing from everybody's box, those are the two positions they're not sure if they're going to get a right tackle – just to replace Storm Norton, or if they're going to bolster up that receiver room, right? Um, for my own pick, I don't think they want to have Storm Norton starting at right tackle. Hey, Storm's coming. So I guess I'll give them uh, Trevor Penning out of Northern Iowa. He's a nice little piece there. I think he's a real good fit there. I think it kind of shores up a hole they have. And that's the team with not many holes. We've not talked about it before. This is a team that's biggest hole is their coaching staff. Yeah. So, oh. Yep. What Seriously. can you do there? You can't draft a coach. Wouldn't that be cool if you could do that? If they if if the charge come up at seventeen and they go, uh, with the seventeenth overall pick, the Las Vegas no what the fuck are they Los Angeles Chargers select Sean McVay, L.A. And Sean McVay's like, what the fuck? <laughs> like, what? If, what if, <laughs> You're wearing what the if, wrong uniform, Sean. What if college coaches who were just like ready to move on to the pros could declare for the draft? Oh, <laughs> dude, that would kind of be dope. You could pick a player right? or a coach. The, or a oldest, coach. the oldest number one draft pick in history, 67 years old. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, why are we limiting the draft to just players? Why can't they draft like a new stadium? <laughs> With whatever pick they pick, a new athletic trainer. <laughs> yes. <laughs> You guys probably could have just hired someone. No, he has a he has a he has a sports medicine degree. Yeah, dude, this guy was this guy was projected top five, and we got him at twelve. Okay, with the third pick in the NFL draft, the Houston Texans select Kyle Field, Texas A and M. <laughs> Holy shit! Oh my god. Okay, pick eighteen. Back to the Eagles. 
And you know what? I think they're just gonna reassure that they hit on a receiver. No, I'm just kidding. Uh, could you imagine though if they did wild. another one? And they drafted the other Ohio State guy too, Garrett Wilson. There's like, yeah, I'll take him. <sighs> no, um, Eagles are weird. Eagles are boring, man. I don't know. Maybe I just don't like their. You know what I think it is, honestly, is the color. I disagree with you on that. The color of green that the Eagles like regular home uniforms have is just boring. Like it's no secret, but the like the Riders green we have is like vibrant. And it's like, oh, that's cool. And then like the Seahawks, like I don't think they're good the Jets at all. Green, right? The Jets, Jets green. green's like, oh, it's the nice. Green. The Eagles green just like makes me tired to look at. Fuck. <laughs> I I'm with you, Rich man. Fuck the Eagles. Um, and Eagle. the city of Philadelphia mostly, but exactly. um. Give him a, a D-line, though. Hey, there we go. With pick 18, I've seen this guy. He's – see, here's the thing. We could say this for – we could cut this exact part and say for everyone, I've seen this guy mocked way higher. Um, but Jermaine Johnson from Florida is just sitting there. Um, Eagles D-line at one point won them a Super Bowl. Since then, I mean, they have the exact same D-line that won them a Super Bowl five years ago, and they were old five years ago. So, you know, <laughs> got to replace Brandon Graham somehow, Jermaine Johnson. Um, I think it's one of those things where if they miss on Olave earlier in this draft, then they just give up on the receiver position. They let Hurts just throw to, you know, pylons. And Miles Sanders, hopefully you can do something, but at least Jermaine Johnson will have some good vets to learn from. So that's what they go with at 18. At pick 19, we have the New Orleans Saints again. Jesus, there's a lot of multi-picks in this first round. Yeah, I, I yeah. love it. Well, isn't – I'm pretty sure it's in our group chat earlier. Eight teams don't have a first-round pick this year? Something yeah. Like that. That's like the most since the 60s. Some teams could legit turn around their entire franchise if they play their cards right. Mm-hmm. Couldn't be Houston, though. Okay. <laughs> okay. Um, okay, so I have the Saints here at 19. Uh, I was going to give them Trent McDuffie, just kind of thinking kind of who their corner is besides Marshawn Lattimore. But then instead of taking the good player, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go on a reach because <laughs> that's the smart thing for GM to do. Um I think Jameis is playing better in uh, New Orleans there than he has anywhere else in his career, in my opinion. And I think they're just going to try and sure up that offensive line a little bit. So I think they take guard out of Texas A&M, Kenyon Green. They kind of reach for him. Kenyon Green is kind of slight under the radar a little bit. And I think he will be a stud, Rich. And I think that uh, I think he'll be like a late round guy that hits just because there's those really big name linemen that are getting all the hype and then He's going to slide in and just maul people there. So that's what I think. I love Kenyon Green, but the only knock on him is if you go watch that dude shuttle drill, it's the funniest thing you've ever watched in your life. That dude does can't do a shuttle. We're going to get a live reaction here. Like I said, he had like slower shuttle times than our D tackle, like Tyler Shelvin we took last year, and he's 385 pounds. To be fair, I mean, DK Metcalf had a terrible shuttle too. I mean, I'm not saying it's anything because I think Kenyon Green's really good, but I mean, just like it's ridiculous to watch how slow it is. I'm gonna cut this whole, not this whole part out, but how about how about when you go to find a video and it's someone talking about what you want to see? There is 
maybe nothing that pisses me off more. <laughs> Shoot. Guy's a freak, but yeah, darn. Yeah, like he, he looks pathetic in a shuttle drill. I know he's fine. And like I would trust I him think to he'll play be guard good. tomorrow. Like, yeah. I would trust him to play guard in the NFL tomorrow, but like that shuttle is so bad. It's not gonna get any better right now, Rich, because we have pick 20. You know who you are, whoever has it, just fucking get it over with. Yeah, yeah, it's it's me, it's me, it's me. Um shoot. I, you know, I made this pick with last pick time. Pick 21, too. the New England Patriots. Whoa, actually. whoa, whoa, whoa. No, no, just, oh, no, sorry, I thought yeah, you were the, the clock ran out. <laughs> <laughs> oh shit, it forfeited. Okay, so we have a forfeited pick 21. In our Harry Potter draft, the Steelers, they didn't get a player because they got kicked out of Hogwarts. Dude, the only thing the Steelers they're, got they're was Avana Kedabra. They died. They're, they're in Azkaban. Yep. That's where you send players when they get drafted to the Steelers is Azkaban. Mm-hmm. Um, no, the Steelers are going to – he's finally going to come off the board. It's going to be Trent McDuffie. Um, I know you hate it, guys, because I know you like him. Um, he's a good cornerback. He's, he's not up with those top two. He's that – him and Andrew Booth, I kind of see on the same level as that kind of second tier of cornerbacks in this draft. Um, I think he's a solid fit for a 20th overall pick. The thing I like about the corners that aren't like the top guys is that there's still a lot of positions in the NFL for a corner number two. Yeah, exactly. Like you don't need to be the best, the best, as long as you're solid, like you can still be a starter because yeah. they start so many. So yeah. You need three. So I put a yeah. lot of Vikings talk into this this episode but I, i've seen a lot of mock drafts where the vikings have been i've been vocal about they're open to move in this draft and, and trading back and taking one of those guys to have a year behind patrick peterson as that as him being that cornerback one and then kind of sitting there at two i i think that'd be a good position for the vikings too and i think we could see teams that kind of want to trade back to take one of those later round corners this is Context is going to make this sound a lot worse than I mean it to. Is Patrick Peterson your cornerback one? Yeah. Who else do you have? Cam Dantzler. Yeah, Dantzler's are two right now. Who's the guy that got arrested? That's not Dantzler. Uh, Jeff Gladney. Jeff Gladney. I got. The he one. just got TCU, right? <laughs> yeah, but he. I don't he know if we're bringing him back because he was just found not guilty. So. Oh, hey, he beat the case. Okay. Hey. Hey, Rich, sorry for the drive-by on this, but I'm, I'm going to uh, rifle something off here quick. I found this uh, on social media like a few weeks ago, but I saved it for this exact opportunity. Oh, fuck. Um, I hate this. Yeah, this sorry for the drive-by. You mean the assassination <laughs> attempt that's this been is all, This is all stats. Okay. The Vikings allowed touchdowns on 32.4% of opponent drives in the final four minutes before halftime or the end of the game last season. There was, was no question that our defense fucking failed us last year. No, no, it was. He's not done. He's not done. It, it, oh it gets, no, that is just when I reloading. When I tell you tip of the iceberg, Rich. Okay, so not worst of a bitch. Worst, the worst in the league. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Um, opponent drives in the final four minutes before half, right of the game. The NFL average was twelve percent. Yeah. Number thirty-one was twenty point six. So you were 12% lower than them. No, again, tip of the iceberg, Rich. 
you ranked number 686 of 686 teams since 2000. Hey, sorry, I sorry, just lost dog. my job. Why you gotta throw this out at me today? <laughs> because, Good dude, point. hey, you guys should get a corner. I'm agreeing with you. Sorry, I just I couldn't let that just get burned in my camera. I hate this. I want to leave. <laughs> that was a that was a hey, new hey, new ownership, new coach. You got a stacked offense. Hey, you're, you're all right. Yeah, Patty Pete locking hey, down. Is, is, Darius is going to turn that defense all around. I'm telling you. <laughs> a healthy Daniil Hunter. Meet me at the quarterback. Let's go. Purple purple people eaters 2.0. We're, we're back, baby. More like purple insulin eaters. Okay. Hell. <laughs> <laughs> I, I have Mark this. Andrews, so I, I can't talk. I want to leave. <laughs> I really do. <laughs> oh, okay. At pick 21. <laughs> You slept, the, you slept the lines, though, so don't worry about that. That was a fun oh, yeah. pick. We had a lot of fun with that pick. Sorry, Rich. Um, yeah, fuck. At pick 21, we got the New England Patriots. Beach. To say I'm struggling with this pick right now. Like, I know <laughs> we, just, we just had a lot of fun murdering Rich the whole time I'm trying to figure out. I got it down to three guys. That's okay. And honestly, I'm fucking, I'm so torn. Should we take a vote or are you going to decide what? No, I'll decide. I'll let you know who I had it down to. It's just, it's really down to positional need versus right. potential superstar. Braden, there is one right answer. Just and so I you, know, not to pressure you, but there is no, one. And right I know answer. exactly what that answer is. I just don't know if I want to pull it. Like, I don't think I'm going to pull the trigger on it. I think I'm going to go with, uh, what is it AJ Booth? The corner Booth. Andrew. Oh, Andrew. Andrew. Booth. Andrew Booth. Sorry. Yeah. I'm going to go with him. Now, I know, Carter, I know, I'm pretty sure you wanted me to go with um, Devin Lloyd, right? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Fuck, Jesus Christ. What just happened? I think he had a stroke. You guys all froze for me. Oh, <laughs> dude, it looked like you were just. I, I literally went, mm-hmm. Carter, I think you wanted Devin White, and you went, Oh, yeah, no, it was all frozen. I was thinking, yeah, I had Devin Lloyd, but I like Andrew Booth as a corner. See, I'll, I'll kind of explain it. So, like, I know they need a corner because, obviously, they lost um, fucking J.C. Jackson to the Chargers. And I know that they could use some more linebacker death, but they do still have Dante Hightower, and I can't name another another corner that they have. So Jonathan Jones, I think. Is he there? So that's why I'll go with Andrew Booth. I mean, I only... I trust any DB that Bill Belichick's gonna take a shot at in the first round. Yeah, Braden, you just you just gave him a gold jacket. So, <laughs> hey, hey, Andrew, Andrew, Andrew Ruth, congratulations! You at least gave him one big paycheck. Yeah, yeah. Whether it's with the, the Patriots or not, who knows? But you gave him one fat paycheck anyway. If yeah. this podcast can make any guy in this draft a Hall of Famer, it would be Andrew Booth for yeah. sure. Yeah. Hey, Braden. Look at you go. Rich, can that be the title of this? Andrew Booth, full future Hall of Famer? Dude, he he is. They, yeah. I just got the I just got the notification. Oh um, dude. Got in there before Brady. That brings up an interesting point about those linebackers. I've heard that Nicobe Dean and Devin Lloyd have been disqualified from people's lists for failing their physicals. So that's an interesting thing just really? to keep in mind. Yeah. 
I'm fine with that because we might build see, a snag one run down. See, because also Nicobe Dean was my third in like of my three players that I was debating. No, I mean you want Devin Lloyd in that system if you're gonna pick. Yeah. But, but, but just Devin interesting, Lloyd. interesting note, anyways. Oh yeah. Hey. Draft's interesting. This draft is one of the most interesting drafts we've had. No kidding. Because it feels like last year. Wait, what was last? Who? Oh yeah, everyone was. It felt like. Lawrence and Wilson, everyone knew. And then number three, everyone thought it was Mac Jones. And then we, we all knew Pitts, Jamar, Jamar, Sewell. So right? like it was year before that with Burrow and then Chase yeah. Young. Like we knew that four weeks before the, the draft. The most interesting thing that happened in 2020 was uh, Jordan Love or that they picked Rager instead of Justin Jefferson, right? Yeah. Yeah, that was awesome. I still love watching the clip of just the, the Vikings front office there at, as they watch that pick from the Eagles and they just laugh. Like, okay, we get Justin Jefferson. I think to be, to be 100% fair, though, I think Justin Jefferson, like, would not have been Justin Jefferson in the Eagles system. No. Like, I, he I think it would have been better than Jalen Rager. Oh, yeah, oh. I think I would have been better than Jalen Rager. Say pretty hard not to be. <laughs> Jalen Rager, yeah. for some reason, will always have a special place in my heart. Um, he had a Jamar Chase preseason, except it's still going. Like, it's it's just – it's still going. Oh, so he hasn't caught the – Don't worry, he's waiting for his Jamar Chase season then. <laughs> yeah, he's, he's still adjusting to the NFL ball. He's, like, <laughs> he's texting Jamar. He goes, dude, how did you get over it? Can you see the ball yet? And Jamar's like, yeah, I had the best rookie receiver season ever. I still can't track it. Dude, these shits are still hitting me in the face mask. <laughs> um, not even during a game. It's literally just playing catch with Hurts in practice. <laughs> they, just the <laughs> they just show up. They just show up. Where's the white stripe go? Where's the white stripe? There is not one. Oh. Ref, what are you talking about? I got one foot in. Yeah, exactly, Jalen. <laughs> that's the problem. Okay, pick 22, the Green Bay Packers, David O'Doyle. I'm completely neglecting wide receiver because I think that's what they want me to do. Um, I, I, don't, mean, I don't love the offensive lineman as much as I thought, so I'm going to take uh, Devontae Wyatt, defensive tackle out of Georgia, just mean and explosive and good three-tech there. The tackle class is pretty weak, so Devontae Wyatt going to the Packers, help juice up that D-line. So you think Gunta Kunst is like, hey, we can just plug and play any Devontae with Aaron and he'll fucking... <laughs> hey, Aaron. I, I think, I think they're, they're cocky enough to think that they can get receivers in the third and fourth round because that's what they've got with guys before, right? Oh, dude, Amari They find Devontae Adams in the third year. round or whatever it was, right? Like, they, they know they can find guys later. And this is such a weak class at defensive tackle compared to like a receiver class i think they want to jump at the best player there i mean dude speaking from experience if you have sammy watkins as your alpha you're in pretty good shape so i think they'll be just fine there um not gonna lie fellers completely just okay we got the arizona cardinals up here now Arizona Cardinals start hot and then fucking suck every year. And I think a lot of that is um, 
fuckhead coach, Cliff Kingsbury. Um, but a lot of it is Kyler's body physically breaks down. Um, so I want to go lineman here. I, I really want to. I think, I think I'm going to, and I'm going to go with Tyler Linderbaum. Fuck. I know. And I don't want him to go here either. Rodney Hudson is literally older than fire. Um, he won't be around for much longer. Um, I heard Rodney Hudson was around when they invented um, the pre-snap read. Dude, he wasn't. He wasn't around then. He did invent it. Yeah, so I heard because they used to be like, hit that guy, snap the ball, and then hit somebody. Is what they used to say. Then Rodney Hudson was like, hold up, maybe there's a better way to do this. Do you remember that? Do you remember that video in our chat of the of the worst football player ever, where the guy two handed the ball? <laughs> yeah, Hudson was the coach. Oh. That's how vet. That's how much of a vet he was. He was coaching those guys. He said, "Hey, dude, just player coach." He's like, "You know, chess passes in basketball." And they're like, "Yeah, is that the sport that just got invented?" And he's like, "Yeah, that one." And they said, "Do that." So he did it. Um, so Rodney Hudson's on his deathbed. I think Tyler Linderbaum is going to be um, a stud. I know he's been mocked to a couple AFC North squads that I'd like to see him on. Um, and you know, I think he's the best center prospect since Jason Kelsey is what people are saying. I was going to say, I was like the only one up, the only person that stuck out was, was Billy Price. I was like, yeah, I... Billy Price is dog shit, but <laughs> no. anyways, yeah. So yeah. I mean, like, that's the thing. If Linderbaum is, if you're not scared of his short arms, which is what everybody's trying to do, he's unbelievable in every way on his tape from his grades. He's unbelievable at athlete testing. Like there's no I... downside besides that he has to play true center because of his length, right? I think if there's one thing Arizona is okay with, it's a lack in the height department between Kyler to Rondale. Maybe that's why they fall off. They need a lineman that Kyler can see over. Yeah. That's why that that's what they, they said. They bring in all these linemen for um, pre-draft interviews. I heard this. This is real. Not just me making shit up. And they'd say, get, get down in your stance. And they'd say, Kyler, come on, buddy. Come on. And, and like if, a, he, if at any point you caught Kyler go, oh, jumping to see over him. Yeah. Like, you're a great, great prospect. You're going to make a team real happy. We just, we, we can't with the kid. It's you know? not going to be the Cardinals. Oh, sorry. Are one of these times you're actually going to have to tell us something that's legitimate. What do you, what do you mean? One of these times <laughs> I just told you. <laughs> I didn't No, I, That's not me, dude. And you break, you break more news than Shafter. I don't know why I haven't been fucking headhunted yet. Okay. Hold on. I just got to – I can't even believe we didn't even talk about the blockbuster trade between the Saints and the Patriots. The fifth for the sixth and seventh, boys? That was the Texans and the Patriots. That's why we didn't talk about it, dipshit. Oh, there we go. Literally, you took the vert or the adjective right out of my mouth. Yeah. (laughs) Fair. There's been a lot of dunks this episode. Um, but yeah, one one quick thing. Like I, I'm I'm choked about this pick because I had him slotted at 31 of the Bengals, praying that he would fall that far. He's a but. he's a scheme fit, man, and he shores up our line. It's brutal. <laughs> now okay. to say I have 
I guess I do have one more idea for my 31 pick when we get there. Oh, I, Knock you, on wood you, that he's still there. If you need there. ideas, if you need ideas, I got some for you. <laughs> you can't draft Jamar Chase again. All right, Dallas. Yeah. Um, I had seen this in a mock draft like probably six weeks ago, so so much has changed. But I just I like the fit so much that even with Devin Lloyd still on the board, they're not taking him. They're gonna give four four speed Micah Parsons another. 4-4 four, four speed middle linebacker and Nicobe Dean going to play for the big star. Kobe Dean landing in Dallas. I don't really know if it's necessarily the right pick, but I think it's a flashy pick and that's something Dallas would do. Yeah, I don't think um I don't think CeeDee Lamb was necessarily the right pick the year they picked him, but they did and it worked out. I heard that Dallas legit wants to move up if Kayvon Thibodeau falls past like nine. I've heard that. I feel like Jerry Jones somehow every year tries to get picks one through 32. <laughs> I said like Thibodeau's the guy that they want, I guess, if he falls, but will he fall? Who knows? I mean, yeah, if you're at 24, I'd, I'd want a top 10 guy too. <laughs> yeah, right. An insanely, an insanely. <laughs> I think the only reason I mentioned that's because Jerry Jones is crazy enough. He'd get it done. Yes. Whereas oh, there's other GMs who say that and you're like, yeah, keep dreaming pal. Right. Yeah. Like, that's funny that Jerry Jones literally wants the, physically freakish defensive end that's highly touted with some off the field character stuff after Randy Gregory left. Hey man, that, that, <laughs> guy's, that guy's built to be a cowboy. Oh yeah. He's like, I need him. And um, no way. Greg Hardy wasn't. Uh, no way he wasn't Hardy. drafted there, but they signed him after they all. signed him. Didn't they? And didn't they also sign Alden Smith? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Jerry, what are you doing with Pope. these outside no. Doesn't doesn't matter what they do off the field as long as when they have the star on their helmet, they're producing baby. I was gonna say, didn't they sign him like post airplane bomb threat too? Yeah, they signed him after like all of his stuff. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. it was like last year. It was like 2019. Yeah, it was two years ago. And didn't three years like, ago, yeah. It's not that they're okay with it. It's almost like he's like, I want my ends. I want my edge to have edge. <laughs> Everything's bigger in Texas, baby. That's how she goes. He's like, you've seen the size of the airports you can threaten to blow up here, kid? The only guy who they didn't get that they probably probably wanted before the Bengals wouldn't let him slip was Vontez. I wonder if they ever tried for Vontez Perfect. Oh, dude. Sean Lee and Vontez Perfect running around. Goodell had to step in. <laughs> He's like, hey, dude, we can't let this guy go to Dallas. I actually, wait, I actually heard for real this time, for real, no bit. 100% legit. I'm not joking. After that uh, Thursday night game, Steelers-Browns, Jerry Jones called up, uh, I think it was John Dorsey at the time, and he said, I will fucking give you Stephen Jones, my kid, if you give me Miles Garrett. And they said, what the fuck? Like, he's facing suspension. He just he just used a helmet. And he said, I know. And then they said, no, Jerry, get, get the fuck out of here. That's a true story, apparently. It's just, I don't know. One of the beat writers said it. but. <laughs> That's a true story. I don't know what happened though. <laughs> no, it's a true story. I just don't know who reported it. It was one of the beat writers, though. It might have been Stephen Jones. Um, 25. 25. Pick 25. Probably his kid or cry for help. He's like, please don't trade me a front office <laughs> personnel for Miles Garrett. <laughs> um, pick 25. This was my favorite pick in the mock drafts we did. So I hope it falls here again. It's, it's happening. The it's Buffalo happening. Bills. You know it. Buffalo Bills are taking running back Brees Hall from Iowa State. This is a perfect fit. This is the most perfect fit that exists in the 2022 draft. 
This team is a running back short. This team is already Super Bowl favorites, and they're running back short. And Brees Hall is the best running back in this draft. Dude, workhorse size, workhorse production, dominant all years in college. I know it's a smaller school. Buffalo managed to draft a fucking fat, slow running back and then a skinny, fat, slow running back. Like, it's insane. Like, I'm not going to – you guys love Brees Hall, and that's completely fine. I like the fit. That's completely fine. But I'm asking you right now to name their five starting offensive linemen because they lost two of them in free agency. I'm asking you to name their edge rushers because they have Gregory Russo, but you think how long is Jerry Hughes going to last? And then who's their second corner? Who's their second corner now? Levi Wallace left. Who's their second corner? I think Teron Johnson picked six Lamar in the playoffs. But um, the Buffalo Bills had the number one scoring defense and the number one defense per yardage last year. And I know Levi Wallace is okay, but I have – plus they get Russo. I don't know if he played the full year last year. Maybe he did. Epinesa, uh, Ed Oliver in the middle there, Tremaine Edmonds, Trey White, Micah Hyde. Jordan Poyer. Yes, like I'm, I'm not. If you want to take Brees Hall, take Brees Hall all day. He'd be great there. I'm just, just think, illustrating there's there's bigger needs oh, for, for sure. higher value positions, right? And then but, you can get like a guy like Damon Pierce from Florida in the second round, right? I But then I I think Damon Pierce is just going to be exactly like Zach Moss. That's my – is he's almost the exact same size, and he's just – like Brees Hall was dominant every year in college. He broke out early, like – I think he's a perfect fit there because then they need something. They need a threat to run the ball that isn't their quarterback. Like they need the defense to be like, okay, there's a chance that it's not Josh carrying it this time. My, my thing is just like, there's better players at more premium positions and no running backs going in the first round. So they'll all be there in the second round. If you want to trade up. Right. Yeah. And then, then that's me saying this because I played fullback and, linebacker in high school but those aren't positions that you should be drafting in the first round unless the guy is unbelievable right but, oh for sure right but, i think it's similar to when the chiefs took ceh a couple of years ago and it was like like shit we we literally played a perfect game in the conference championship like josh what do you want and he's like you know devin singletary is stinky um but yeah like they could easily go line in there too but uh, don't sleep on um, Cody Ford. I'll tell you that much. Okay. Pick 26, the Tennessee Titans. Who do we got? Okay. So with my limited research that I did do, um, two of their top three needs were O-tackle and O-guard. So I kind of wanted to go O-line here. And um I'm going to go with Zion Johnson out of Boston College. What a pick. Yep. And uh, he's listed on my thing as a guard tackle, and it says that he plays right tackle. So that lets he's Taylor the wolf. He's getting drafted as a guard, though. Okay. Well, that's what everybody's like projecting him as as a guard. Okay. Well, even, well, perfect. So they need guards anyway. Yeah. And then yeah. if they wanted to play him at tackle, they can keep Taylor the one out on the left yeah. side because I do watch Boston with the boys, and he straight up said that he will not play football before he plays right tackle. So <laughs> it's, it's, it's like, a spiritual uh, experience for him. Too. Yeah. Like he literally, he, like he said multiple times, he's like, if I'm not like, I will not play anything but left tackle. And I love that. Love that energy. But yeah, Zion Johnson out of Boston college. 
I really I like love. What? Oh no! Sorry. I would say I love offensive linemen. I love offensive linemen that have personality mm-hmm. and are just like, I'm gonna put it out there. I'm gonna be the guy. I'm gonna only play left tackle. And if you don't like that, go fuck yourself. Like I just love it. Oh, me too. And I love Taylor Luan. I love them coming out. Like I love. I watch. Yeah. Not. I watch it like the clips and shit. <laughs> but I love that it's like. I'll die or I will quit football before I play right tackle week one last year. Chandler Jones beats the shit out of him. <laughs> it's like, Hey, I respect that. He's like, I'm, this is my position. I had a bad day. Um, Yeah. I think great pick there. Not much needs yeah, to be said. Yeah, Zion is an absolute monster. Like he's my favorite of the, the interior offensive lineman, not named Blinderball, right? Like the guy's awesome. I just, I just want to get this on the record before I'm under insane scrutiny from Kyle with the Bengals pick, but I'm, I've been very happy that I think all my picks except one Kyle has been pleased with based on his <laughs> extensive draft knowledge and my very limited draft knowledge. He's, he's telling me I'm making good picks. So I got a lot of confidence going forward. Hey, <laughs> dude, is, is that, is that fucking Todd McShay on the podcast with us? <laughs> um, how crazy is it that like the two Zions in professional sports soon to be could literally switch positions? I mean, that's just yeah. u- unique name, and they're both fucking 390 pounds. Well, um, yeah, Zion Williamson might benefit from a sport change at this point. I don't <laughs> think he can put the fork down. Uh, I don't know, man. Some of those practice dunks he was doing, it's like those are crazy impressive. Imagine if he lost 50 pounds of chicken nuggets. Oh my god, dude. He wasn't just sitting eating straight up butter. <laughs> uh 27, Tampa Bay box. Who do we got? Who has the pick, Irv? You do. <laughs> okay, good. I was, I was literally waiting to see if you knew who had it. There's a few times where I literally said, all right, who's got it? Because <laughs> I literally did not oh, know. I have, I have no idea other than my pick. I'm trying real hard, but I think I got it now. With the last five picks, I think I understand the order. Um, so the, there's like guard is still a need for the Buccaneers, but I don't know if I want to give them a guard yet. Cause I think there's lots of good guards you can get in rounds two and three. Um, Kappa went to the Bengals, right? Who's that? Alex Kappa. Yeah. He went to the Bengals. And then Marpet retired. Yeah. Okay. I was but they got with... Shaq Mason as one of their guards. Yeah, so yeah, that's yeah. good. Which is still one of the best trades of the offseason. Yeah, like it's pretty ridiculous still. So I almost want to give them a guard, but I think I almost want to give them a younger safety to play with Antoine Winfield when the time comes. Because I mean, right now they have Logan Ryan, but he's not going to last forever, right? So I'm going to give them a Daxton Hill, a versatile safety there out of Michigan. I think it was tough because I really like Lewis Seen too, but I think. But I just think Daxton Hill brings a little bit more versatility on the back end than Lewis Seen because Lewis Seen is not really a deep ball safety. He's more of a box hitter. So I want to give them a more versatile guy, and I'll give him Daxton Hill there. Who, who is the buck safety other than Winfield? I think it's Logan Ryan now. Oh, really? It's either that or if they play three, they're just, do they still have Whitehead or did he leave? I think it's Jordan Whitehead rotates in there sometimes. Okay. Yeah. They're just rotating in kind of where, where I think like you could give them a safety here and you could have them be a starter, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. <clears throat> no, I mean, the pick box don't have a crazy amount of holes. So, I mean, yeah. it's probably going to, I mean, no matter if they had a lot of holes, it's probably going to come down to whoever Brady wants. But uh, yeah, 
I mean, okay, pick 28, the Packers. The Packers did not take a wide receiver earlier. Yeah, I gave him Devontae Wyatt. So, that Devontae tackle, Wyatt. so keep that in mind yeah. for whoever's pick this year. So, the Green Bay Packers on this, was it last, was it last year? Was it the draft last year where the Aaron Rodgers news broke? Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, and then everyone was like, okay, who are they taking in the first round? And then it was uh, Eric Stokes, and it was like, this is a fucking – this is a troll at this point. Like, they're just trolling everyone. I think they have two first-round picks. I think they finally take a first-round receiver because he has fallen this far. Um He's right there. If they don't, with two first round picks, and this is how the draft goes, and he's still there, and they don't take Garrett Wilson, I think they're literally just saying, Aaron, fuck you. Um, yeah, I think they take Garrett Wilson of Ohio State. Um, young guy, fast, fast thing. He ran a 4 3 8. Um, he's, if you look at a man, like some of his body control catches, like on the sideline and shit, he's unbelievable. Um, I think they throw a dart at him, and I think he might have a better rookie year than Amari Rogers. Maybe it's up for grabs, but uh, he's going to be having to compete with targets for from Sammy and uh, Lazard. Don't forget about Bobby Tunyon. Okay, he's gone. Oh, he is gone. He is gone. So I I did forget about him. Okay, that makes that makes a lot of sense because I was I was a little choked. Like obviously Darren Waller is way better than Robert Dunyan, but mm-hmm. I was like, they had a really good chemistry. Why would you go out and trade all of everything for Darren Waller? But their wide receivers right now are Randall Cobb, Sammy Watkins, Alan Lazard, Jawan Winfrey, Chris Blair. Uh, they really the wanted number three receiver in the league. If it if, stays that way, well, outside Tim Patrick, let's let's be real here. If you could take Tyler Boyd, come on, fellas, sit down, dude. Fucking have you guys? Have <laughs> no, you guys no, watched? How many thousand yard seasons as fucking I, I, I Tim Patrick had, buddy? I was a lot more confident until I thought about it. <laughs> okay, have you guys seen James Proche? Whatever. Yeah, no, I think they take Garrett Wilson here, and if they don't, I think Aaron Rodgers might just straight up take a gun and blow his head off. Doesn't matter to me, but uh, this is like the wildest drop so far of this fantasy or our draft year that probably won't happen. Is that Garrett Wilson fell this far, right? Yeah. Oh, for sure. Um, okay, my hands are clean. My hands are clean, boys. Yeah, I'm I'm rounding out my last pick here in Kansas City. Um, shit. So they just got rid of Tyree Kill, so it makes sense to bring in another blazing fast specimen. Um, so out of North Dakota State, the Kansas City Chiefs select Christian Watson. He's a freak. Um, all I'm going to say is look up Christian Watson highlights, and you will see him outrunning really fast people at six foot four. Like it, it almost looks comical his film but i like him um i don't want him to go there but it kind of makes sense like he's not super refined so like he's definitely not like a top top 10 receiver or anything like that or top 10 guy in his draft but this late in the first they have two picks replace their speed i think it makes sense 
Oh yeah. Christian Watson's a stud. And like if you look at the raw numbers, they're not there. But if you look at like actually the share of his college offense, the guy's unbelievable. And I mean, talk about a plug and play offense in Kansas City. I I, I think you would be fine there. They made McCole Hardman look fantastic and Byron Pringle have like 500 yards. So I got if I was going to put Christian Watson in the first round, this is the best fit for him. Oh yeah. Because he, he is like scary, like because he's so big, but he's like really light. The only comp that makes it in the NFL, his size was AJ green. And like, there's, it's pretty hard, tough to be AJ green, especially because his size doesn't transfer very well. But like you said, this is an offense that knows how to use him. Andy Reid's a guy who can make a scheme to utilize his talent. So if he's going to go in the first round, this is the best spot for him, right? Mm -hmm. Well, plus like AJ Green, like was more uh, Georgia, right? Yeah. And coming out, he was like a refined, like good school, had the pedigree, all that stuff. So it's like, he's going to work. But Christian Watson is just like freaky. And that's, why, every, that's, why, that's why it scares me. Though. Exactly. Every highlights a go, a post, or like a jet sweep, but on all of them, he runs past everybody. So, I mean, that's what I mean. He's not like a really refined guy, but he's a guy that if you get the mm-hmm. ball to, good things will happen. So. Yep. 100%. So, yeah, and Andy Reid's the guy who could scheme him up, right? That's why I was going to say that, that position to... works, right? It works there because Andy Reid is the right guy for that. Well, we don't. We have to see if they can make them work. We don't know yet. Let's not. Uh, hey, hey, carve thirteen straight. It works there. I, I don't know, man. Thirteen straight. They're all right. they're fine. They're happy with what they got going on there. We'll see. The enemy can't even get a head coaching job, so I'm just saying. I don't. All right, that's a separate issue. Racial injustice. That's that's, uh, big, that's bigger 30. than this pod. Yeah. <laughs> no, 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 no. That's what we're doing after the thirty-two. <laughs> How would you guys pick, Samir? Uh, we're gonna pick, fight the good fight. Pick thirty. We have the Kansas City Chiefs, <laughs> and it is Reshawnsby. Um, I think that Kansas City's in a position here now. Um, they've got the receiver now. They're kind of just. Looking at best available, I think a guy sitting here that looks good to them is George Karloftis um, at Joe to Purdue. Uh, fun fact, spent his early years uh, out in Greece playing water polo. So, you know, he's a two-sport athlete. Um, Holy shit, a Greek freak. <laughs> we'll get him in the tub. <laughs> I, I think he's a good fit. You, you got to keep up with that that arms race in the in the AFC AFC West there and, and adding an edge to contain contain some of those those good QBs in that division is Kansas City's not a so bad weird. option. Kansas City's so weird they don't even have an edge rusher, mm-hmm. but they keep up without an edge rush in the in the AFC. Like that's so strange. Yeah, I think a lot of that legit is like I hate saying because I think this whole pod I don't know about Rich's allegiance actually, but fuck Kansas City, um, but like. Chris Jones is so underappreciated. Like he, he pushes the pocket so much more than like you realize to the yeah. point where it's almost like if you watch Kansas city stuff, like Mahomes drops back 20 yards because like, or um, the opposing QB has to drop back like so much farther. And then your edges just have to play tag. But yeah. yeah. Get but a Carl they, they got an edge now. So George Carl office. There we go. 
GK. Pick 31. Oh, I knew this because we've been talking about this one the whole time. Okay. Pick 31, Cincinnati Bengals. Brandon Johnson, can he round out Dave's approval and stick the landing? I got an ultimate test. I got a real test. You pass all the hurdles. This is this is the high jump. <laughs> See, I I feel like I'm not going to impress him with this one, but uh, I like back. No, I wouldn't do that to Joe Mixon. <laughs> um, yeah, no, I don't know. I like this guy, shocker. Um, but I don't know. I think he'll be a good fit. You guys do need another tight end now that uh, CG Uzama's going. So I'm going to go Trey McBride out of Colorado State in the first round. Yes, sir. <laughs> oh my god. He did not stick the landing. Nope. Dude, they're they're thinking Trey McBride will drop to us and we're bottom of the second and we don't think we can trade up for him. He's a good it. player. Hey, he's he's number 42 on the list I'm looking at. So that is a reach, but hey. Maybe he's like the next Antonio Gates. Kyle, thoughts? Dave, thoughts? Um, I don't have any thoughts because it's all really overwhelmingly negative stuff. So, if you don't have nothing nice, don't say anything at all. Yeah, pretty much, dude. You better get That's your okay. Trey McBride jersey ready. I I literally would pick like fifteen guys before I'd pick a tight end. I kind of figured, but BJ, who are some of the guys you had um, listed? I'm assuming a lot of them got taken. Um, there was a couple. Hold on. Um, Bernard, uh, Kier Elam out of Florida. Kier Elam, what a tokum. Yeah, um, I figured. Uh, Kyler Gordon out of Washington. What a tokum. Yeah, uh, and Roger McCreary out of Auburn. I don't like him as much, but you could even. Well, there went, we go. You could have went Travis Jones, Logan Hall, Lewis Seen. You could have went all over the map. Well, there we go. <laughs> like, here's the thing. You still got a good player. McBride's the best tight end in this class. The issue is, Braden, there's about 20 other guys there that. See, but I think, dude, I think Trey McBride, I think it's like the Cole Komet year when Cole Komet was the best tight end. Yeah, it is. And it's like, (laughs) he's Ah, the best tight end. This this is news to me. Oh, yeah, he's not very good. It's like he's the best tight end. The tight end class isn't very good. But, well, all I know is I've I've seen Trey McBride on my. on my Twitter feed here and there, and there it's always really good stuff and thinking he's going to be good. So I just assumed. Do you change your pick? No, no, I'm sticking with Twitter. That's why you've seen him. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. Yeah. No, no, I'm 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 steadfast with Trey McBride. And you change your pick. (laughs) No, I am holding fast with Trey McBride. (laughs) So that's that's the end of me trusting the Bengals if that actually happened. Like I said, all the goodwill they earned, I was like, wow, you guys fucking blew it. Okay. Now, rounding out Dave, <laughs> 32, the Detroit Lions. Guys, the Lions pick 32. They didn't win the Super Bowl, but they pick 32. Which job, Detroit. And number two. So Probably the only reason they'll ever pick 32. Yeah. Yeah, they'll get they'll get the number two pick the next fifteen years. <laughs> I was just waiting for a cue of some sort to be like, "Hey, okay, Dave, go." And I didn't hear anything. I was like, "You know what? I'm not going to say anything. See how it goes." 
Dave, thoughts on the previous pick and or pick 32? <laughs> you already heard my thoughts on last I pick. Uh, 32. This draft was, was positive energy, positive energy, positive energy. Brain was getting Dave's approval and he drew attention to it. And it was like, okay, okay. And then the penultimate pick, Dave's beloved Bengals, Kenny. And then it was just. Detroit can forfeit if you want, Dave. I get it. No. Um, so I'm trying to think here. I almost want to take a safety, maybe like Lewis Seen, but I think I'm going to just spice it up with the Lions because you get the fifth year option if you take a quarterback in the first round. So at the back end here, I'm going to give him a Sam Howell at 32 Ooh, out of North Carolina. That is spicy. Yeah. Just when he's been proven, when he has good players around him, the guy's awesome. When he has no blocking, he's awful. Who would have thought? But I think the Lions, they've taken care of their O-line pretty decent. The guy's smart. He has he has a little bit of wheels. He has an arm. You know what I mean? Like, he's the kind of the overall package. He doesn't have some of the weaknesses some of these other quarterbacks have. So I'm going to go with Sam Howell. I like it. I like that pick. I bet you like seeing, like, pick 32 quarterbacks. It's a good pick to take. It just makes sense, I think. It's like... Teams were not super needy always, but I mean, not this ca- the case this year for Detroit. But teams that are not super needy, hey, rich, and just are like ready to go and, and get their next quarterback who who can sit for a couple of years. And I think and, taking and a quarterback, hey Rich, Jordan I think love, take, baby, I think taking a quarterback out of Louisville at pick thirty two is great. I think that's just an. Amazing I think that's probably the best thing, thing you do. can do. I think it's the best. I like my, I like my quarterbacks make. number one. I, re- I prefer not. Dude, I know you have Jared pick. Goff tattooed on your taint. You don't need to rub it in. <laughs> <laughs> um, that was fucking fun. That was so fun. <sighs> okay, so Andrew Booth is in the Hall of Fame. Shut up. Um, Skip shit. Get the fuck out. Shut up, Brady. You picked a tight end <laughs> first round. Yeah, no kidding. Dude, I can tell just the, the tension. Um, boys, that was, that was, hey, we did it. Yeah, just to recap. Okay. No one lists the teams. This is the order of the draft. And Mark, if this is the order of the draft, what do we do? If we get all 32 right, we won't. If we do, there's a chance we don't even get number one right. Like, probably, but. We're not getting 31 right. That's what I know. We're not going a full like first round without zero trades. So what if we only what if they own the only pick we got right is pick 31 Trey McBride? <laughs> I will dance on all your graves if that happens. We'll bet one thousand dollars right now that the Bengals don't pick oh. him 31 if anybody wants to take that. No, I, I'm all right. I'm not right. that confident. <laughs> I won't even say I'm any little bit confident. Hey, it's a mock enough. draft. It's it's for we're participation trophies. How come, right, how come that was the only fun. pick that mocked me though? Because <laughs> in true fashion of the mock draft, I had to. There we go. Recap: Trayvon Walker, Aiden Hutchinson, Kayvon Thibodeau, Sauce Gardner, Derek Stingley, Kenny Pickett, Ikki Okwanu. Evan Neal, Malik Willis, Drake London, Kyle Hamilton, Jamison Williams, Traylon Burks, Jordan Davis, Chris Olave, Charles Cross, Trevor Penning, Jermaine Johnson, Kenyon Green, Trent McDuffie, Andrew Booth Jr., Devontae Wyatt, Tyler Linderbaum, 
Nicobe Dean, Brees Hall, Zion Johnson, Daxton Hill, Garrett Wilson, Christian Watson, George Karloftis, Trey McBride, Sam Howell. That is our five-man final 2022 first-round mock draft. We did it, boys. And in two days, we will watch the NFL draft live. Pumped. Can't wait. Before we leave, everyone give one bold prediction. I don't, I don't care if it's a trade. I don't care if it's a pick. I don't care if it's a rise or a fall. Rich, starting with you. Put me on. My bold prediction, uh, Aiden Hutchinson is going to be available at two and Detroit does not take him. What a slap in the cock to that kid if that happens. That would be tough. That would be tough. Yeah. Okay, I like it. Just by order on my screen, Carter, who do you got? What What do you got going on here? Um, I'm doing a Broncos one. So right now our earliest pick is late second. I think we trade up into either late first or early second. What do you think you guys would trade up for? Well, based on our draft, we go up for Devin Lloyd because he made it out of the first. Now, whether that actually happened, like, but do you think Cincinnati could get Trey McBride later? No, I think realistically, Cincinnati, you got to climb up a few spots. Like, you want to be around that fifteen to get Trey McBride. Holy shit, guys! I just saw something on on my feed. Cincinnati traded up to the first. They won one. No, no, we already have one one for Chad Muma, right? So. You can have one too. No, there was an, there was an amendment. I saw that. Schefter report in the amendment. They trade up to the second overall pick. They traded Burrow. What? Oh my God. Okay, BJ, bold. Pre- well, you already gave us your bold prediction, uh, Dave. His prediction is Cincinnati doesn't make a pick. Yeah, <laughs> they just let the clock run out. That was foreshadowing. I, did you actually want me to, to do a Cincinnati yeah. pick? My actual thing for Cincinnati is they trade back out of the first round. Okay. Beach? Uh, yeah, I actually do have one. Um, <laughs> if you'll allow it. Yeah. I, uh, no, okay. okay. Um, I'm going to say that uh, somebody calls up uh, the Giants and trades up to five to take a QB. Yeah, see it happening. Um, I'm torn. I'm either going to say there's going to be zero trades in the first round or there's going to be like a certain number. It seems like every report is every team's looking to trade back. So it's like ipso facto, some team has to look to trade up. Um, I'll actually make that prediction. I'll make that prediction that the Cowboys move up because Jerry Jones wants to always do splashy stuff and everybody wants to move down. You know, I would have said the Saints. I feel like the Saints, where their two picks are and kind of the situation of their team, like not bad, but they could use a couple players here and there. Like, I think if any team's going to trade up into that top 10 and actually has the capital to do it, I think that would be the Saints. The Saints don't have the cap to do it. Capital. The capital. Oh, he said the cap. I was like, the like, Saints are like no, the no, worst like cap in the league. No, their picks are at 16 and 19. So, I mean, that could get you. 
but they already made like a first maybe that was their plan that's kind of what i was thinking too is they already traded up once with the eagles yeah um i'm gonna go that there is gonna be there's gonna be five first round trades and that could literally be oh they traded from pick 18 and their seventh round pick to 19 and they flip hey a trade's a trade's a trade so i'm saying there's going to be five five first round trades sorry if this if this draft was better like if there was more guys that people felt should go in the first round i would say it wouldn't even be bold i think kansas city would take their two and trade up yeah for like a Trey mcbride or I'm sorry. I th- I think that's just going to be a new thing, but that's okay. Um, I don't I don't want to say the words that Braden ruined our mock draft, but like. <laughs> okay, thanks for having me, fellas. I'll catch you guys on Thursday. Okay, all right, boys. <laughs> I didn't mean. It. I mean, I don't. I think I kind of meant it, but I don't know. I think the uh, thing with that no, is no, just like don't play innocent. You fucking the, the rest of them. The, the only thing is like the rest of them could be in the first round. Every one of those players could make the first round, and Trey McBride is the one that could not make the first round. Hey, it's okay. We again. I'm, I'm gonna fair, I'm gonna pencil half of this into my limited draft knowledge. I didn't I know that say, this tight end class was so bad. Braden but... never. Braden did not come in here and say like. I'm going to own this mock draft. You guys are going to be blown away. He did openly say, like, I haven't had time because our boy finished his degree. Can't let that be overshadowed. Um, yeah. Wait, how long did you have him in that spot? I'm just curious. Well, he had a bunch uh, of guys in there, and then I think everyone got picked. No, no. Oh, um, no. <laughs> like, 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 at what point did you want? Was, no, no. was it 10 picks before when Linderbaum went, and you're like, oh, no, it's McBride now? No, that's when I first identified him as a possible. Okay. Because I was really hoping Linderbaum would fall. And then somewhere somewhere around 28, I was like, well, he's definitely going to be there. Might as well just take him. And you were right. He was on the board. So He was there. Yeah. He sure would have been for a while, too. <laughs> yeah. No, I know you guys are trying to make me feel bad, and I'll just tell you, like, straight out the gate, it's working. Like, I'm very disappointed that I could have went five for five with or 100% on Kyle's picks. But But in the true spirit of football, hold on one sec. If not, that sounded way more hostile than I wanted it to. No, I Um, I, I interrupted. I interrupted. No, no. uh, For however many picks, if I hit on that many picks as a GM and I and I muffed one at the end, I I think I'd still get at least a B plus grade. So, hey, you muffed 31. Exactly. And you I know mean, what? Because I guess Trey McBride is a six-round talent, maybe I'll, I'll bump it down to a C plus. But you still hit on your first four of five. Like, I wish you would. I wish you would have bombed the first four and hit thirty-one out of the park. <laughs> I mean, fair. <laughs> okay, wait. Here's a list. I don't know why it starts in 2013. But list of guys that were picked 31 overall. Um, Travis Frederick, Doug Martin, Cam Hayward, Jerry Hughes, Greg Olson, Todd Heap. Okay, so you're getting all the best tight end at 31 since Todd Heap. Let's go. Greg Olson. Greg Olson. 
So you might have see Kyle. There's a there's a pattern emerging here. I did you a favor. See, it turns out. You Braden, put money on that? No. Nope. Braden actually <laughs> not even a cent. <laughs> Braden knew. There's an article that says, "Lucky number thirty-one: A history of the Bengals picking thirty-first in the NFL draft." They, I don't even think they have picked thirty-one. <laughs> they don't have it. Like, I don't think they've ever picked 31. <laughs> they've only made three Super Bowls ever. But you guys, um, it says you picked three out of four. Carl Pickens, Icky Woods, Kirby Criswell, Bill Berge. I guess they're all very good players. The first, two are, like, I, the first two are all time good, but... Yeah. There hasn't always been 32 teams, so 30, that's 31 would have been a second-round pick in some nope, years. Yeah, that's fair. That's fair. True. That's why we have Richie stats because he thinks of stuff that I didn't think about. But yeah, anyways, this kind of got off the rails. I'll clip this down here. But boys, this was a lot of fun. Um, go follow us on the socials at the booth EC on Instagram and Twitter. And hey, like we said last time, you like dead Ukrainians. Because if you don't, you should probably go buy the merch. Um, <clears throat> Go buy the merch. Uh, links are in our bio on everything. Um, go follow us on socials too. I'm sure you can track us down. I'm not going to plug us. I'm not that much of an asshole. But yeah, appreciate it. And um, we will talk to you guys later. Thank you for listening to the Booth Podcast.